This is Steve Cochran, and welcome to Live from My Office. There is nobody funnier than Lewis Black. And as he'll tell you as you listen to this podcast, he is on what he believes will be his last tour. Now, let's be honest. Come here. Let me talk to you for a second. It's not his last tour. <clears throat> I see this more of a kind of a share thing. Uh, maybe a, uh, a who thing. You know, I mean, he's going to be around because he has to be. You got to hear from Lewis Black and the greatest therapy Lewis gets is losing his mind on stage for your entertainment. We talk about a Chicago show that's upcoming. You may be listening to this after it's passed, but it's okay. Don't be sad. You go to lewisblack.com and you can see what town he's coming to next. And it likely is a town near you. So if you love to laugh, you're here for the right time and the right time and for the right reason. And also, if you, if you love to laugh, uh, what are you doing on, uh, not listening to me on the radio? Hello. I'm on every morning between 5.30 and 9 on the Big 89 WLS in Chicago. He said, I don't live in Chicago. I said, listen, it's all right. You could stream it anywhere in the world. At last look, live from my office was listened to in 17 countries, probably including your own. So please listen to the radio, stream it anywhere in the world, listen to the podcast, subscribe, rate, and review, and enjoy all the great guests we get to talk. And uh, I think you'll like this. It's Lewis Black. I'm live from my office. <laughs> uh, say hi to my friend Andrea Darlis. Have you met Lewis? I don't think we. It's just strange because I've known you 25 years and I've never met Lewis. I've always kept you Lewis. Ha- I've always kept Lewis from, from you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, I've never met you. Well, you. It's nice to talk to you. I'm a big fan. You would love her. Well, thank you. Nice to talk to you. You would love and her. Anybody? What are you, so she's assigned as your caregiver. Yeah. She thank actually, you, Lewis. That's she right. actually sets my meds out. And then tells me when to take them. What is it? Duties as a sign, otherwise? <laughs> Isn't that the little caveat? I think that's my the, friendship with him, Lewis. That's the legalese, certainly. <laughs> um, Andrea, uh, Lewis, come to Genesee Theater next week. We'll tell you more about that in a second. But this is how you know you're good friends. When I texted Lewis, because you're supposed to do this, this phone call. There's a whole weird thing that goes on. There's like a publicist, right? And the publicist is supposed to set up the interview. That's her job. Like the middle person. They're supposed to do it. Now, I could just text Lewis and say, hey, will you come on the show? Will you come on the podcast? Whatever. And and he'll he'll just say no and stop asking. (laughs) Um, um, But instead, we have to go around the bend a little bit to do it the right way. And then our lines got crossed a little bit. So this is very sweet. I don't want to get too mushy here. Even the weeds, right. I texted Lewis and said, you ready to talk? And he said, who's this? <laughs> Was it one of those new phone lost all my contacts? No, you said it was very funny because I was like, I, I, I kind of realized it was you, but I was like doing three things at once sure. and trying to get her because she's usually the one who calls in. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and so it just gets hit, but, but I'm just glitching. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> tracking you down is well worth it for live from my office and obviously the the big show on uh, 89 WLS every morning. By the way, the 100th anniversary of WLS. Wow. It's this year. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Now, you grew up in D.C. Was there a great disc jockey when you were a kid that you thought, that's my guy? Um, I listened to uh, WABC New York. Sure. Because it was the, the big show on... Uh, uh, at night, when I would uh, get into bed, and I had a this is so sad because it's just so true for so many people at the time. I had an eight transistor radio. Yep. And uh, 
that was like, you know, it was like the HD at the time. And, uh, and, and I would put the little earplug in and listen. It was Cousin Brucey, and there was a bunch of others. Yep. Uh, and they would rattle off uh, what I was supposed to be listening to. WABC, Bruce, yeah. WABC and WLS here in Chicago were the two biggest yeah. radio stations in America yep. by far. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'd hear WLS from time to time. Um, and then there was one in Pittsburgh, but it was real, but, but it was basically Chicago and, and uh, New York. I don't, I, don't, I don't think people know this about Louis Black. Andre, you may or may not know, but... Um, uh, really, uh, just just uh, just in theater to a level that I don't think most people understand. I think you've written forty or fifty plays. I know you've developed hundreds, if not thousands. How'd you end up not staying in that world? Um, I just got uh, tired of fighting. It was like being in a in a sad a, a asylum, uh, <laughs> and there didn't seem to be anywhere you could go to. You could you know get some you know occasionally after the, if you we were successful some sort of a party after the show and you might get a sandwich. <laughs> I just, it was too much of a fight. I did all the right things and and none of them helped. And, uh, and I just essentially, I got driven out of it, which was tough because I really loved it. But the thing that everybody was responding to after a while was me. I was just getting up to talk about the shows we were doing in this uh, club we had in New York. And the, the plays, and uh, they all respond to my to the to, to developing stand up, right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right. And I just and eventually it was a choice between we're going to pay you for one week worth of work, what you just pay, you know just got paid exactly the literally the, during that time, the the money that we pay you would got paid for writing a play for two years. Yeah. Yeah, and you make you make it in a week, mm-hmm. and I made it in a week, and uh, I had just started kind of, you know, trying to figure out if I was really going to do it, and that was it. It was like, wait, you're going to, you're you're a raging alcoholic, and you will give me work, and the person, the academic, rejects me. <laughs> I guess okay, I guess I belong with the drunk. It's so great. It's so great when you finally find your family and it's derelicts, uh, you know, incorporated. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. You you know, though, you you tour a lot. I mean, wh- what keeps you going? Um, well, I do. I did tour a lot. And uh, what kept me going was is I, I kept uh, as long as I was learning something, I kept going. And now I'm going to actually this is my last uh, tour, which will go through December of uh, next year with a few shows in January and February, but uh, uh, I'm wrapping it up. Uh, it's it's time to, to, to do some other things. Maybe time to actually uh, have a life. <laughs> Listen. Oh, Wait, God, what's that? I cracked myself up. <laughs> yeah. No, that, there's no room for that. <clears throat> we need more Lewis, uh, and it's all about us. By the way, uh, get you, Lewis, Genesee Theater. Sunday, yeah. February 18th, 7 o'clock showtime. That's a reasonable showtime. Lewis, I have a rule. Because, yes. you know, I, I'm, I get up at 6 o'clock, or I mean at 3.30 in the morning to do the show at 5.30. And there's great ideas at 7 a.m. where you go, oh, we're going to go out. We're going to have fun. Go to dinner. And what's a good idea at 7 a.m. <laughs> is a terrible idea at 7 p.m. Right? So about noon, you're hoping someone involved in the 7 p.m. plans dies peacefully and the thing will get canceled. Um, but 7 p.m., that's a very reasonable showtime. Yeah, it is. It's, it's becoming more reasonable because...
because since the pandemic, actually, Sundays especially, and uh, and I think it should be sat. Fridays are tough because people are coming off of work and stuff. But I think you could do it for Saturday too. I think Kathleen does the. Like a seven thirty show. We just, we, you know what? She just said great things about you, Steve. And I saw Kathleen at the Chicago Theater uh, right yeah. before the holidays, and we were talking all about you. And she's phenomenal, phenomenal. And yeah. I love your friendship, and that you guys have, you know, just you've toured together. You used to do, you've done her intro. I mean, I love yeah. that friendship over the years. Yeah, Kathleen's fabulous, and you guys go back forever. And she's yeah. on the road constantly. Uh, you probably don't see that much of her anymore, do you? No, it's been tough, especially you know with. Uh, where, you know, I'm running one way, she's running another. And she had a, you know, her schedule has kind of exploded. Yeah. And uh, so, which has made it harder for, for us to, and it's, but it's been great because she's, you know, I mean, I, I push my show as much as I can, but also I think she's really hitting the sweet spot now. 100%. Yeah. And, and when you really, when you watch a comic, find their voice completely and clearly and she's got it now and it's spectacular you know um, uh, kathleen is nuts for golf lewis is nuts for golf they both know i'm nuts for golf and occasionally i'll say yeah we should probably play and they both go stop calling us right (laughs) well i say that when you when you call me but oh yeah yeah but that's a whole different story um i'll take it back for a second to a name that um you won't know andrea but um, a really important woman in the history of The Daily Show because, well, it was her idea. And when I was on the radio in Minneapolis, Liz Winstead was a comedian in town. Oh, yeah. And Liz yeah. used to come in all the time. I love Liz. And I remember when she left Minneapolis, she goes, oh, I got an idea, you know, Ha and the Comedy Network. They're, they asked me for some ideas. I got an idea. I don't know if it's going to And it turns into The Daily Show, <laughs> yeah. uh, which worked out okay. But last time I saw you, my son and I came out to see you last spring. Right. And, and we've talked since then. And then the strike hits, because you were going to do a fill-in on The Daily Show, and then yeah. the whole thing blows up. So what's the status of that? Well, I'm, I'm still going to do it. They just haven't, uh, you know, they uh, they haven't, we haven't uh, figured out when. Okay. I will, I'm going to sit in that seat. When they brought, I mean, I was a little worried when they brought John back, and what would they do, and yada, yada, only because all, that's all I've ever wanted to do is sit in that seat. Yep. I've never gotten it. I have said this before. I'm going to say it again. You know, I've been on that show for 20-some, seven years or something, forever, and uh, I, and they win Emmys. I don't get one. <laughs> I don't get one. <laughs> what? That's insane. No, it's perfect. It's just it's perfect. Even the show that I helped build and stayed on, you know. But, it's, but you know, I, 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 I go, fine, just... I don't care. Just put me in the seat for one right. evening, and and they were going to give me uh, three evenings, and uh, and and uh, it was. I said, okay, great. And then the strike happened, and there was nothing. And then when we came back out of the strike, I uh, my the the times in which I could work uh, didn't you know didn't work for yeah. them, and yeah, then, yeah. you know it just didn't work out because then then I was touring, it's et cetera. And unlike others, but I mean, I'll say, you know, unlike others, and I don't know what folks really think about it, but I don't think we need a permanent host. No, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Well, I like the idea of John coming back for one night. Have you guys talked? No, we haven't talked yet. Uh, but I do. I like the fact that he's coming back and that, uh, especially to help, you know, get it focused on the campaign and uh, and certainly how to do that. And he's really good at managing so, you know, that'll be great. But, I mean, in the long run, no. I don't believe, uh, you know, unless they, 
you know, unless I go, oh, wow, okay, that's, that's great. But I, I just don't think we need it. I think that the show is bigger than the host. The writers are bigger. Yep. But nobody yeah. listens to me about that. That was because I was a writer. Yeah, yeah, and still uh, a writer. And, and must, yeah. there, was not, there was nothing like must-see TV when Lewis Black was on The Daily Show. So I can't wait to see you back on there. And I know you're going to take hostages, and you should. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll have you back. Uh, well, at least I'll ask, and then you'll tell me to stop calling. <laughs> uh, but we'll have you back to plug that when you lock no, the no, dates in. No, there's certain people, it's like, look, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to track you. If it was Bobby from Skandanda, I'm not going <laughs> to sit here and try to find you. I, I can go through the text. I'm like, oh, and please. I I'm, ser- please. No, I'm serious. No, you know, listen. No, yeah, you? listen. I know we're pals. We always have been pals. You have no issues with me, but um, I have to tell you, I looked at the website just for amusement purposes. Cause I, was, I was like going and looking at what are they writing in the about page? Because somebody else wrote the about page. And this made my favorite line. Lewis was colicky as a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. What a shock. And you're still colicky. Oh, very. <laughs> I love very it. Good. And then I, and, uh, and uh, God, it's just, it's perfect. It, is, it really is. I'm, I'm, I'm like a phlegmatic. <laughs> I got to write these down. These are well, priceless. And, and the great thing is, um, 2024 is working out just perfectly. Um, you know, politics is smooth. The oh. country's running along. Oh, yeah. Just humming along. Um, are you able to sleep at all, or are the jokes just screaming inside your head all night? They're not screaming. I, they're, that's what my act is actually about, the fact that yep. why would I write jokes when we're living in one? <laughs> <laughs> what am I? What is my job? And then when I try to point things out that I think are funny, they go, Oh, and I go, nope, sorry. You know, we're, we're so entrenched in realities now that certain things that would, you know, like five, six, even, you know, you know, even three, four years ago, people would laugh at. They're now like, oh, yeah, uh, right, right. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) If you read it in a book, you'd be laughing. Okay. We're banning books. You know what that's called? Comedy. Yeah. It's not, it's, and how do we know it? It's based on history. And you get a perspective. Nobody read Ulysses. Nobody read <laughs> Ulysses by James Joyce, you idiot. <laughs> okay? That was, and, and people don't even remember that. Right. Oh, now we're gonna, it's just madness. Yeah, where's the best place to hide a book from a kid? Put it in the library. Yeah, right. Exactly. 100%. 100%. Definitely ban them. A bookstore. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. And and by the way, and and I firmly believe this is true, um, I I think your audience gets it at a level that a lot of A-list comics still have those hit and miss moments. They know what they're getting. They're coming to see you. But I still get the moments where they Do you really? One or two will want, you know. I don't get it. That's that very painting. Hey, how did she show up here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I, I, I literally mentioned it when in, when I was really in the heart of my sweet spot when I said, you, well, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a different kind of comic. I'm not funny. 
Uh, listen, the fact that that people are coming after all these years and still laughing as hard as they do, I hope you pat yourself on the same flat white man's butt that I have <laughs> and and just say, pretty good job, Lewis. Pretty good job. Pretty good, pretty good. Now, uh, before we run out of time, my friend Andrea here is one of the most modest people that I know as well. And she did something which is really annoying. We had her open one of our shows here, and she went up and did what's essentially her first stand-up set. And she killed. Oh, just I, flat. Lewis, killed. I was terrified. Well, you should have been terrified. Been. Yeah, but I can tell you that does not happen. That does not happen. And to take it back to where we were before, you were talking about you're in the theater, you're in the theater, and then people say maybe do stand up. Yeah, uh, made me think about because comics will do this. They sit around, and they talk about worst gigs ever, or smallest gigs ever played. There was a club in St. Louis, and not for a long time, but it was called Moonlighting, wow. and, and it was a blizzard crazy blizzard and i was headlining and i go in and there were four people there four people and i believe they probably pulled over just because it was the only safe spot with a light on and and they came in and i went to the guy running the club and lewis has gone through this a million times and you go well you know probably not doing a show right and he goes oh no no do the show oh. so i came off the stage wireless mic and i sat at the table had dinner with him and did the show <laughs> that's, that's exactly what a professional does. And I did that on New Year's Eve. <laughs> yes. I had six people. I said, okay, sit there. I'm coming on. I just went down. I didn't even, I didn't even have the intelligence to feed us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the best. He never asked me back, though, Lewis. No, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I'm joking. No, that was no, a that's not true. Uh, we got a show coming up together because she's that good. Um, well, listen, man, it's great connecting with you as always. And if you want tickets, you should. Genesee Theater in Waukegan. And you're selling out pretty quick. I'm on the map right now. There's some seats left uh, on the main floor. So get out there and go. Yeah. It's you Sunday, should go out there, Steve. Sunday, February 18th, 7 o'clock. And uh, get you know, see Lewis. That's just perfect. see him any chance you can. Don't yep. go to his house. I mean, that'll make him mad. But just see him and see him on stage. We'll have fun. And I've got an invite for you if you. I don't know if you're um, going to want to do this, but I've got a. Uh, it's something you might be interested in doing. The uh, I have a golf tournament. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Going to be available because it's in April. Um, oh, yeah. Listen, I'm already in. I don't know where it is. I'm in, too. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bring my hot caddy. Um, no, I'll... that would be great. I'm, I'm serious because it's... Uh, so am I. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you do some time. That'd be great. Uh, That'd be great. It, it, it's, it, it's a great group of people. It's for uh, a mental health group called the Love You Project. Um and I can send you the stuff if you give, send me, you know, tell you, give me your email and yeah. I'll send you the stuff. And you and you and Andrew, that'd be great. If you that'd be awesome. It. That'd so, be a fun trip. Yeah, no, it'd be fabulous. Get, you're not going to get paid, but what you are going to get is uh, it's a great group of people and everything else is covered. They, the only thing, the, the only person I know more charitable than you is me. So, you know, don't worry about the money. Um, yeah. You know, we're, in. Uh, we're in, we love it, and we'll promote the heck out of it as well here, which doesn't hurt. But And by the way, that's another thing. If you look at Lewis's website, he's got a bunch of charities he's worked with for years. Because mm -hmm. if you're not giving back, you miss the memo. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, my friend. Great to talk to you. Thanks, Genesee Lewis. Genesee Theater. That's where you get your tickets. Lewis Black. Don't forget about Thanks. the Rant Cast as well. Well, it's another exciting action-packed edition of Live from My Office. My friend Lewis Black, as I said, touring the country, claims it's his last tour. I'd hate to have you miss it.
In the meantime, on all of these Live From My Office episodes, what do we do? What do we do? I'll tell you what we do. We talk about charities as well. Charities that mean something to those folks who love the guest that they're listening for or listening to. So whether you came upon this one by accident or you love Lewis and wanted to hear it, just know that amongst the many charities he supports are the great people at the Michael J. Fox Foundation, the Love You Project for Mental Health, uh, the 52nd Street Project. It's all there. If you click on the About Lewis tab, you'll see all of that list, and I hope you'll be able to support at least one of them. In the meantime, thank you, Ross Cochran, for producing live from my office, and thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on the best podcast ever in this office. It's this one. Steve Cochran on Live from My Office. 30 years plus on the airwaves. You have turned your dial to me. Now you're tuned into my podcast. It's Live from My Office, Steve. From Ithaca, New York, to Carolina South, W. Cochran, Steve. From Minneapolis, and then Chicago twice, top-rated shows achieved. Sit back, relax, and now listen to my show. When or wherever you are, cause you're on the go. A-list celebs with some laughs and great info. Live from my office, the Steve Cochran Podcast Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. No better place to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Subscribe and like for free. So glad you're with me. It's live from my office, Steve. Thank you for listening to Live from My Office, a service of Monkey Run Productions. All rights reserved. The podcast is hosted by Steve Cochran, and it's mixed, edited, and produced by me, Ross Cochran. Steve is available for corporate speaking gigs. He would love to MC your event. And occasionally, he's funny. Thank you for listening. Head to CochranShow.com for more.